Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger, and this is episode number 28. It is my pleasure to have you guys listening today. If you have been here since the beginning, shout out to you for continuing to listen to this podcast. It is, you know, succeeding and doing well because of you and Definitely feel free to share it with any of your friends. If any of the episodes resonate with you, share it, share it, share it. That's how I continue to do what I love doing. So it is wedding season and I am so excited for my guest today. Just a little bit of a background. I have been wanting to do a wedding episode for a while now, but I wanted to find the perfect person to talk about this subject. So I'm super excited for you guys to listen to the episode. All right, everyone. I have a very special guest today. She is a director of sales and hospitality, and she's all the way from Vegas. Everyone, please welcome Gabby. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to have you here podcasting with me today. I'm so excited as well. I, I've um, always the nerves kick in, but you know, hey, this is what we do in sales, right? Always yes. presenting and always uh, shaking hands and hugs and kisses. <laughs> exactly. I love it. So I know you have a background in wedding planning and, and I know you have so much experience in hospitality. So our, our topic today is going to be all about weddings and made of honor duties and bridesmaids duties and just everything to do with weddings. And I'm so excited. It's kind of wedding season right now anyway. So I think that this, this is like a perfect time to do this episode. And I know some of my listeners have been asking about like having a wedding episode. So I'm super excited to get into this topic with you. So let's just start out by um, sharing you sharing like your experience with wedding planning, like tell us about your experience with that job. Um, it actually was probably one of the highlights in my career. Uh, it gave me that, uh, be able to just experience the, the ultimate sales, um, hospitality career. Cause usually you just do rooms or corporate and everything, but like that social aspect of it, it's just kind of, it was a fun time in my career to be honest. And to this day, I keep in touch with most of the brides that I plan weddings for, uh, is it was just like the total wedding planner. That's <laughs> I awesome. even would tell them, I was like, Hey, I'm, if, if I, I'm still in contact with you, you're going to be in my wedding. I'm still not married. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just awesome to to be able to plan someone's um you know dream because every girl when you're small like well not every girl but most of us right dream yeah. about your perfect wedding uh that uh special moment in your life and you either make or break that that moment for someone so it's learning the different personalities how to communicate with them what do they like? And also getting creative uh, within their budget, getting creative within what they want versus what they are able to spend 
or where they're coming from or their type of uh, guests that they're inviting. So there's a lot of factors that play into it. So there were with all the variables that I had, it was just constantly having to adjust and constantly, you know, working my, my schedule time clock around uh, what suited them, the food tasting, uh, you know, making sure that everything was just down to the fit. I mean, I would be in between uh, weddings, flipping the room saying, Hey, no, this one's aqua. No, this one's pink <laughs> and throwing it underneath. Like sometimes look at weddings and you'll see, um, you know, tablecloths under, like underneath the table because we're just flipping the rooms. ASAP. So it was, it was a really fun time in my career. That's awesome. And that's so cool that you like connected with all these women and that you're still like, you know, in contact with them. I think that's so cool. And it is so true. Like a lot of women, I would say the majority of us, like that is our most important day of our lives and you only get it once and, or, you know, well, most people, but like, it's so important and you always want to like, you know, you envision that your whole life. And I've always, I've always thought of my wedding and I'm still like, um, you know, me and my boyfriend have been together for a year. So like, I definitely think it's in the future. So it's super exciting, but it's, it is such a big event. And I think I've always been intrigued with like that side of um, the work and just like all of the things that go into wedding planning. Cause let's be honest, there is so much for like so much work that goes into a wedding, obviously. And sometimes people I'm sure have like longer leads lead times than others. Like, would you say them like, what was like the majority, um, length of time that you could plan a wedding like was it a year did you have a lot less time than that what is the average the funny thing Vegas is a very interesting market so you always hear this like one year out I'm like try planning a wedding in a a week oh my god (laughs) so somewhere as short as a week somewhere you know 30 days out 45 uh, a year out so it, it just, Vegas is just different, you know, and one of the things that uh, the, the Vegas market and hospitality just in general is since we're open 24 seven, there's this expectation that you need to answer fast. So I always tell people, I was like, the reason why I was successful in sales and flipping things and planning up to five weddings in one hotel, I was like, it was because my turnaround time was 24 hours. Wow. I don't turn it around in 24 hours. Someone else is eating my bread and butter. So there's um, a tactic to that, but then there's an expectation because it's Las Vegas. What do you mean? You know, all there is, is the casinos, the strips. I was like, no, we have lives, but you know, we, the, the hospitality in us, our, our work ethic that's behind that backs this up just doesn't let us go home without pleasing our client, without answering their question at nine o'clock at night. So, and then there's different time zones. So I would have to come in a little earlier uh, to please my, my uh, bride in Texas or my bride in New York. So right. there's different, different wow. aspects to it. That's so interesting. And, and being flexible, I'm sure was a huge attribute in this job. Like just. Oh, absolutely. Um, I remember having a, we, we had five weddings in, in one day oh and my- I was just told the team, I was like, all hands on deck. Right. And I was like, you know, while this couple over here, we're doing this, we're going to be doing this at this time is this. And then, so there's like what we call banquet event order. So 
those go out to the team. But then on top of that, I have to have a list of my schedule day by day, making sure, okay, these brides uh, belongings go into the bride's room at this time. These go over here. Uh, is the, the cake arrived that the centerpieces that this, that that. So it's, it's a whole, um, a whole ball game. And one of the things that I do always recommend someone is don't book so many third parties, uh, book directly with the one person because we have our vendors that we trust that we know like we can hold accountable versus Mm -hmm. oh I can find it cheaper over here I'm gonna get this from Amazon and then comes wedding day and it's not there oh that's a nightmare (laughs) did that happen a lot like things missing or things didn't show up correctly it happened more often than you would want it to wow and that's why I, I always told I told them I was like look, you can definitely save 10 bucks here, 20 bucks there, 50 bucks here. But in the end, I'd rather go locally, not only to just support local businesses, but at the same time, I know that I can stay in contact with them. I know that it's going to arrive. It's going to be there. And you're not going to be looking at me with a question mark face the day of your wedding. Yeah. So it makes a big difference. Like no. you're supposed to alleviate that stress. I've I've seen a few a few situations at weddings that I'm like, oh my god. Like for for instance, my best friend got married this summer in July, and we were literally waiting for her flowers for like hours, and they didn't show up on time, and it was so terrifying. The girl was like waiting. One of um our friends was waiting at the flower shop for like. I think over an hour and they like, I don't remember what exactly happened, but we were like, do we have to make flower arrangements right now? Like it was crazy. Like I just, I can't even imagine. So I would be flipping off. Right. (laughs) I would flip out. I, I can't, I mean, flowers, I feel like, I mean, everyone's got their own thing. Like some people like fake flowers. Some I've, my sister-in-law actually made flowers out of, um, so it was like a Harry Potter themed wedding. So she okay. took Harry Potter book books and, and made flowers out of the Harry Potter book. Oh, which wow. Was, so I know everyone's, you know, got their own thing, but I mm-hmm. feel like flowers are just, they're so, I mean, it just makes a wedding. I think. I oh, love it does. It. I've, and I've done it all. I, I had to stop at the local groceries and uh, pick up flowers and put a bouquet together uh, oh. last minute. I've, I've done it all. <laughs> Oh my gosh. What you wow. haven't done is bake the cake. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. That would be, or I've seen like videos of like the cake falling on the ground at the wedding. I would just die. I would die. I would literally <laughs> die. What is like the most like horrible thing that you've witnessed or seen at a wedding? Something gone wrong. So it was a, a wedding party that put family members that didn't get along with each other in the same table or vicinity so the the wedding ended up in a fight and cops being called and everything and kind of half the family left at like nine o'clock at night and it just ruined the whole thing and just a few that were left were just trying to make up you know make the best of it and I was just sitting there I was like it's so important to ensure that people sit them on opposite ends and you know and and that's one of the things that I to me assigned seating sounds just very organized but at the same time 
It doesn't. I was let people choose where they want to sit. Just have ample enough a, a, amount of space for people to sit, and, and oh. always, always do your seating five percent more. Don't do it exactly the same. So then you know there's some space in between people, and right. it doesn't end up in a like a cafeteria high school fight. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> like a fist, like a physical fight. Yeah, physical. It was you know, cursing and yelling at each other out the parking lot till they were, they were just escorted out. That's horrible. And, and they're going to remember yeah. that for the rest of their life. Right. Like that's not like exactly. a birthday party. That's a wedding. Oh my God. Right. That's it, exactly. It's not your, your high school kickback. <laughs> right. Right. That's wild. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. Yeah. So that has to be probably one of the worst uh, stories uh, other than, you know, trying makeup or tanning the day of the wedding and oh. it turned into an allergic reaction. Uh, uh, who does that? Uh, try your makeup beforehand. Uh, make sure that you tan a couple of days. So by the time that your wedding day ar- arrives, that it's mm. kind of blended in and right. it looks almost natural. Right. And stop bleeding on the dress or something. Correct. It's not exactly. I was like, oh, the dress, the dress looks orange. Oh my like, god. On the armpit area. Or you know, just different. Or when you start dancing and you start sweating in, right. in the summer out here, especially a hundred degrees. So yeah. just things that you gotta be mindful of. So yes, the tanning definitely some recommendations. Yeah. That's 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 a really good rec. Oh my god, I I can't even imagine the tanning and the makeup too that's a good call and I know a lot of people usually do like the hair um trial and stuff like that I think that's so important too because I would want to make sure like I like everything you know like correct all right the makeup looks good or maybe I want to tweak this like definitely doing all that ahead of time and and the tan good one yes if you've never tanned don't tan for your wedding he loves you regardless yes (laughs) so true I love that so what is something that a lot of people don't know to splurge on that you would like think is like a really good idea? As far as the wedding, I would say definitely spend money on your food. Everyone always wants to be so tidy and needy like, oh, but they're not going to be hungry anyways. Yes, they are. Like yes. people go to the wedding for the food. Right. The food and the cake. Yeah, everyone's going to dance. Everyone's going to do. I had a, a gal call me and she was just saying, Hey, what can I do with a thousand dollars for food? I was like, Burger King. <laughs> was, she wanted chicken fingers and fries. Oh my God. I was like, God. no, like that's, you know, at that point, I also take value in my, in my work and right. I'm not going to be planning chicken finger dinner weddings. So definitely make food is a lot more than you think it is. It it really is. I mean, buffets average out at $25, $35 a person. A plated is about $10 more. So definitely budget for your food. Unless you're going to have grandma and mom cook and the venue lets you bring their own, your own food. Mm -hmm. You want to splurge on food. Okay. That's, that's good advice. Any other, like any other thing besides food, would you say? Decor, it makes yes. a difference in your picture. 
that's and true. natural versus fake flowers, unless that's your personal preference, natural mm-hmm. flowers look a lot more. Spend the extra ten dollars, <laughs> spend the yes. extra twenty dollars. Uh, linen covered chairs co- over your covering chairs, uh, you know, silverware versus versus like plastic wear. It, it makes a big difference uh, right. at the end of the day. Uh, I've seen a lot of when I go to a birthday party, like a kid's birthday party, that's where I see the plastic wear, right? Yeah. You definitely want to, uh, you know, invest in the fact that they have silverware, that the napkins are nice and folded. Don't, don't nickel and dime the, the decor, the things yes. that I probably wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't spend so much on is like photography packages, because nowadays okay. you can get a photographer to do your a small package, but then you have a photo booth. That's a lot more uh, economic. uh, And at the end of the day, they send you the digital photos and you print the ones you like. I mean, let's just be honest. You're not going to like everyone's pictures, right? Right, right. uh, You don't have to spend all that money. You can get them digitally. You can have your guests print them out. And that's, those are the things I would probably, you know, spend less on. Uh, you know, your DJ can make or break the deal. So I I wouldn't get a cheap DJ uh, just because, and here's a tip. A lot of people say like, oh, I'll save, but you get what you pay for at the end of the day. Right. Right. So So I, I would definitely listen to the DJ beforehand. Like, Hey, uh, let me see a demo. Uh, If, if the venue does not offer something to your liking to what is gonna make people get off their chairs and dance in your culture or your uh your your liking just overall then ask what the fee is to bring your own dj yeah it's worth asking those questions and the same thing with the food if the venue is not offering any type of variety or anything ask what the fee is to bring your own to get it catered out, what their regulations are. Uh, I know that different venues have different types of uh, addendums and uh, things that they can or cannot do. I would Mm -hmm. ask for all of those because at the end of the day, you have choices. Right. I mean, there's not just one venue in this entire, you know, Las Vegas or United States just over, right? right? Uh, For that matter, you can go get married in the Bahamas for all you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, true. so uh, don't be afraid. I, I believe that a lot of uh, uh, us as we're planning any event are afraid to ask questions or anything. Uh, yeah. Remember that anyone that's going to book your wedding or is going to plan your wedding overall wants to make sure that your day is the most memorable day. And if that's not their best interest, then your best interest is not to be with them as well. So true. That is great advice. I think I would definitely, when I get married, whenever that may be, I think I would definitely do a wedding planner, if not just the day of. I think the day of wedding planner is so freaking important because I feel like it can be too chaotic. Like you don't want to be thinking, oh, what does this person have to do? What is this? Oh, when do we have to do this? Like, I feel like you should just like enjoy the moment, you know, while you're Correct. getting while you're getting ready with your girlfriends, like, I feel like it should be fun. And, and like, just having a good time being in the moment, being present. And I feel like if you're worrying about all this other stuff, and like, oh, when do we have to be done? Like, oh, you know, just depending on the wedding planner for, for all of those needs, and just kind of letting them 
handle the whole thing because that's what they're there for, right? Correct. You, the last thing you want to do is be checking if your flowers arrived, if right. the linen is in, if, you know, is the food going to be coming out at this time? No, I I would be checking those times for them. I, hey, is the food ready? Checking with the chef. Hey, are we going 5% over? Do we have enough? What time is the food going to be out? What time are you plating? What time is it going to, once you plate it, what time is it going to be at the actual um, salon that where their where their wedding is going to be at who's right. who's going to be serving who's the lead server who's who's doing this who's doing that and constantly checking ensuring walking the room making sure that people are not just wondering uh, that you don't start serving just on one side that you start serving from both sides bringing it in towards the middle so that yeah. it, it, it people st- start not uh, don't start getting frustrated or anything right right that's so and tricky. making sure that your brides eat Yes, I, I feel like that's a thing. Like, they're so busy, and I get it. It's like you have to see everyone, but it's they get to eat. <laughs> yes, I was, that's the first one. Hey, did the bride, did you serve the bride? Did she, is she eating? Right, that's so true. Yeah, I definitely think food, man. Oh, I've, I've actually been to a wedding once, and the food was awful. Like, oh, wow, what did they burnt- serve? It was burned chicken. Like it was so overdone. All oh of the gosh. vegetables tasted like charcoal, like straight up charcoal. Oh, wow. And, and the bride came over and was like, hey guys, like, what do you think of the food? Like, it's not really that good, huh? And I just felt so bad for her. I was like, oh wow. my God. I was mortified for her. Cause I'm like that. Yeah. People will remember that, you know? Mm-hmm. No, Absolutely. That's why it's important to do a, a food tasting. And uh, if they can't handle three plates for the food tasting, then they can't handle your wedding. That's for so sure. So true. That's so true. That's definitely that's definitely good advice. I would even do the, the food tastings uh, with the cakes. And I, I got a local vendor where it was uh, one of the best bakeries or number one bakery here in uh, Las Vegas. And I sat down with him. I said, I want quality affordable quality right I want to be able to come and pick up the the different flavors of what you can do and take it back to them so they can taste it so like I would even take that responsibility away from the vendor because again I wanted to be able to hold them accountable and yeah. instead of them dealing with them them losing the order this no like that I had the order when I placed the order number I had all the invoices I had everything that I can go back and say no look here you go so right. that's why to me it's important to have a wedding planner or uh, someone in charge other than your maid of honor because I think that at the time your maid of honor should also have fun and her responsibilities that are more or less for you to have the best experience not to be dealing with all the needy gritty dirty stuff definitely and I definitely wanted to get into maid of honor duties and all that because I I feel like a lot of people if you haven't experienced being a maid of honor it's kind of like how like how do things work and what do I do and like so I kind of want to get into that I've actually mm-hmm. I've been a maid of honor twice now so I do have some experience with the whole maid of honor duties and stuff like that but I definitely want to pick your brain about um, you know, some tips and tricks and, and kind of what to do, like, what, what do you have to do when you're the maid of honor? So, um, what would you say is like the maid of honor duties and, in, in you know, your experiences? 
So some of the important things to do as maid of honor is definitely sit down with the bride and make sure that you both are on the same page. Otherwise, at the end of the wedding, she's no longer your best friend. Right. You're going to be like enemies. So it's important to sit down, uh, you know, create a timeline. Uh, what are the ideas? So, so from the bride, get pick their brain and see, okay, so in your, in, in your perspective, what should I be doing? What do you want out of me? And then from the, the, uh, the maid of honor doing her own research, find out, hey, what are my, you know, stereotypical duties that I need to be doing? And if you want to go outside the box from there, then that's your, uh, you know, your directive. But uh, it's important to set, set a budget. Because there yeah. are certain things as a maid of honor, when you accept the responsibility that you are going to have to pay, right? right. So it's important money. to set uh, set a budget and that you discuss that budget with the, the bride and make sure. And she might say, hey, you know what? No, uh, I'll put in this, a little bit extra to expand that budget. Uh, right. And don't feel like you have, you know, have to have anxiety over that. Those are the tough conversations that you should be able to have. That's why she chose you. Right. Uh, exactly. Another thing is, you know, make sure that in that timeline, you set a 12 month timeline, right, that you also tour the venue. So at, in, at the first chance that she gets to tour the venue so that she can also facilitate the venue to the bride the day of the wedding, because the day of the wedding, the bride is like all over the place. Right. So she needs something. She knows exactly where to go. Uh, a maid of honor, like you know, must duties of the, uh, at the day of the wedding is, you know, your little sewing kit, your little extra, this, uh, extra makeup, um, make sure that her forehead is not shiny for the pictures and little, like the little things like that. You don't even think yeah. of those are the, the wedding day stuff. Right. And then, um, when she has the, the 12 month timeline, do a 12 month, six month, you know, pick out the day for the bachelor party, you know, that's totally, that's going to be on her to plan. So, um, so, um, so when you do that, uh, you know, make sure that you have the 60 day timeline, the 30 day timeline, and then up all the way up until the day of the wedding. Don't let her get so drunk the day before. I'm saying this because I live in Las Vegas. So uh, definitely don't let her get too hungover for her own wedding. Uh, yeah. that she's going to be throwing up the next day. That is totally right. the maid of honor responsi- responsibility. <laughs> That's the fact, right? Um, and then also it, when the bride, the, I, I found a lot of disconnect between the bride and the maid of honor to where the maid of honor was just too afraid to put her, give her input. And that is so mm-hmm. important. If she's asking you about her dress, if she's asking you about the dresses for the bridesmaids, it's because she trusted you. So right. it's important to have that courage of saying yay or nay type of thing. Uh, it Again, she she chose you because she trusts you uh, more than uh, likely you already know her taste. So it's okay Definitely. to tell her no and it's okay to tell her yes, right? Right, totally. Um, so uh, those are those are the you know, main things that, you know, I found. And also like the day of the wedding, it's your duty to be her sidekick. Exactly. Like, literally. You're her sidekick. So when she needs someone to hold her bouquet, that's you. It's that's not you. the wedding planner. 
<laughs> right. Yes. That's, that's a big thing. Remember to grab it once she gets. Yes, exactly. Her, <laughs> her purse, everything. Um, and then, you know, make sure that you carry an extra pair of flats for her. So she's not barefoot and she slips. Oh. So, oh. Uh, so it's just, it's almost like, like, like I said, a sidekick for the day yeah. of the wedding, but then through the planning of the wedding, you're also her sidekick. Uh, of expanding her ideas and her second opinion. She's always going to look for a second opinion. And, and I, as a wedding planner, I had so much influence, but mm-hmm. you always need someone you trust. Like she trusted, the brides trusted me, but there's a difference when you're the maid of honor. Right, right. Understandable. That's really good advice. Wow. I think that next time, shit, I get married. Next time I get married. Next time I'm a maid of honor, I'm going to be. I'm going to be listening to this podcast. Again. <laughs> this is some good stuff. Right. Um, I think being real realistic with money. I love the timeline idea. That's such a good idea. Cause I'm, I am a planner. Um, I actually planned my best, my best friend that got married's um, bachelorette party. And she actually had two maid of honor. So the other girl nice. did her bridal shower, which actually worked out perfectly because we did like a weekend bachelorette party, which I definitely want to talk about. Like, I think that's kind of the new thing is to do like a whole weekend, but like back in the day, they used to just do like one night. So like, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely about preference. It's definitely about like, can you, can everyone afford to do a full Mm -hmm. weekend or do you like, I also went to one this summer that was just one day, which was still fun because we made like a whole day of it. Then we went on to dinner and it was just like really, really fun. So I feel like it's definitely about preference, but what do you think? Like, do you, are you for the weekend or do you think that just like the one day or night? Personally, I would say a, a weekend. Yeah. It's the last weekend you're going to be with your girls where you don't have a responsibility of a husband or kids that come in the future or whatnot. Okay. And, and that you're actually just free to just say, I don't have to worry about if the kids ate or if my husband's okay or right. anything. So I'm definitely for the weekend and I'm from Vegas. So it's like a weekend in Vegas. Come on, who doesn't? Right. So um, I'm for the weekend. It's funny because my um, father figure he literally went to Costa Rica for a couple of days for his um, bachelor party. So that was it's just like, you know, over the moon, right? So I, I definitely would go that route, but we have to be conscious of budget and timeframes right. and everyone's schedules. So I, I think that at the end of the day, you have to be okay with whatever fits your needs or whatever fits your entire party's needs and it's at the end of the day everything's gonna happen the way it's meant to be I love that that's that is spot on because you're right like if if the bride wants to go to California um and you know some of the bridesmaids can't can't swing that that's a ton of money for you know say a weekend Um, that's definitely something to kind of think about. And, and I think it's even fair if you, like, I've been to a few where it's like a cup, like maybe an hour and a half drive to Maine. Right. So close to us. So I've been to some bachelorette parties, like a couple hours away. I've definitely been to some local and I feel like it's just about preference and like, you're right. Kind of catering to, you know, what you can do and budget, but also, you know, what you're, 
what your bridal party can handle too. You know, that's definitely a big thing. And then, you know, there's always the case of, Hey, if one person can't do it, then I guess they can't come like, and that's just like a compromise situation, I guess, you know? So, um, and then the, I guess before the bachelorette party, what do you think? I'm so curious to, to hear your opinion on this. Do you know, like the bridesmaids proposal boxes, meaning like, you know, there's a bunch of little trinkets and, and gifts and like, Hey, will you be in my wedding? What do you think about those? Do you like them? Do you not like them? Do you think it's too much? What is, what is your thoughts? They're amazing. Uh, it's super cute. You know, uh, definitely makes you look good on social media. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I think that a lot of trends are just to, you know, you know, uh, create a facade on social media, yep. but, uh, I, I believe that you should not go outside your budget yes. just to create facades or fall in, in, in trends. The beautiful part about weddings that is it everything started with love and it should end with love. I know couples that went down to the court, got married, went to the buffet after, and they spent nothing more than two hundred dollars, and they are still married. I and know couples happy. that yeah. correct, super happy, two kids in college, everything right. And I also know couples that spent forty five thousand dollars, slept on the floor for the first two years of marriage because they had to pay off the wedding and they are divorced. Um, I know someone else that got divorced and was still paying $5,000 five years later from their wedding. So, (laughs) uh, Oh, you can go as extravagant or as luxurious as you want. uh, But my advice is always stick to what your budget allows and yes. know that it's going to be beautiful regardless. Oh, I love that advice. That's so true because like, I, I'm totally for the bridesmaids proposal boxes. I think they're cute. I just think what you put inside them, make them like logical. And like, that's something that the person can use. Correct. So like, for instance, I got, um, I got like a bracelet once that like I wore to the wedding, Uh, She gave us cute little like koozies for like the bachelorette party. So like things that you can actually use. And also my girlfriend, she was just um, a bride or I'm sorry, a maid of honor this summer as well. And so we were like, we were kind of like doing the wedding thing at the same time. So we kept, she's actually my coworker. So we kept on like bouncing ideas off each other. And um, I, I got, I learned so much from her, just her doing it too. And she mentioned, um, if you find someone, you know, that, you know, that has a cricket machine, I don't know if you're familiar with those, but it's like a, um, like a vinyl, you know what I'm talking yes. about? It's like a vinyl yeah. thing, stick like the things on anywhere. So she said, invest in one of those, or at least find someone that has one because you can make and DIY so many things. Like if you get like Correct. nice water bottles and you can put the girls Some cups and things and like that. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, and then you can also customize presents for the bride, which I think is mm-hmm. also a good idea. So that was, I thought really, really good advice. And then she also told me instead of like doing the bridesmaids proposal box, she said like, send the girls like um, like cupcakes or like cookies and like right. See, on I like that. that. Cause I'm a foodie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's actually super cute. idea. Yes. I've seen there. as far as people also, uh, putting a hangover kit. So they yeah. have the vitamin C, the, 
uh, ibuprofen and all that yeah. stuff. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. So I actually did that. So when we had the bachelorette party the summer mm-hmm. that I did, um, I gave everyone like the little goodie bags and I had like that type of stuff. And it was, it was like so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I put scrunchies and just like oh, that's logical cool. stuff because I was like, right. I like the vitamin C packets and, um, the liquid IV packet. And, and it was just like so much fun. I put like lipstick or lip gloss in there. So it was just like Mm -hmm. cute little knickknacks that I was like, the girls will actually use. So definitely keeping in budget, but also being like realistic. Don't buy silly things that people can't use. Right. Like Um, a pop pocket. It's just like, who, uh, I mean, uh, to me, it's just like, I I would already have a phone case. I would already have a pop socket. That's Uh, a good point. When um, they put just random, you know, little chotskis, it's, yes. it's just like hand sanitizer. It's like, you know, right. in the middle of COVID, we already have hand sanitizer. <laughs> we already have those. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's so true. So, and then Etsy too. I loved Etsy. Oh for my gosh. Gifts. Yes. Personalized gifts. That was like a lifesaver for me. So I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, so I think that if you're, you know, in a wedding party and, you know, your bridesmaid definitely go to Etsy for Etsy. their personalized. Oh, gift. I totally agree. The, and it. one thing to, to keep in mind with Etsy is that it's a lot of small business owners and they actually hand make all, most of their items. Yes. So you have to order way in advance. Yes. Good advice. That's a really <laughs> good advice. Cause actually funny you mentioned that I bought my best friend um it said her new last name like on a cute sun hat because they were going to Hawaii for their honeymoon and unfortunately it didn't come in time so I literally had to give it to her like the day before the wedding but I was like it's fine you can still bring it on the honeymoon but I didn't have it in time for like the bachelorette party but definitely good advice order that stuff early (laughs) yeah um so what would you say is if like you could give advice to someone that's becoming a maid of honor, if you could give them one thing of advice, what would it be? If I had to give them one, um, you know, one thing of advice, I would honestly just say, have fun. And I know it sounds so cliche and so, uh, but hear me out on this. I believe that sometimes they take it too serious where it's stressful, draining, and it sucks the fun out of it. And being a maid of honor is, is like, oh my gosh, you get to be your best friends, like, you know, sidekick and mini planner and, you know, advisor and counselor through her whole wedding, like have fun. It's not that serious. It's serious, but it's not that serious. I love that. Uh, Don't forget to have fun, enjoy every minute so that when you go back, you're not looking at it like, oh, I could have done a better job or I could have done this or I could have done that. Just do it. Have fun and enjoy every bit of it. Because it's also, uh, your job is to make sure the bride enjoys it, but it's also your job to make sure that you enjoy it. Definitely. That is a good one. That is spot on. Um, So I did ask some of my listeners what their like favorite things um, that they've seen at weddings. So I'm just going to go over those and we can discuss. And then I definitely want to know what your favorite thing that you've seen at a wedding. So someone wrote taco truck. Love that. I love a food (laughs) truck at a wedding. I've actually seen a donut truck, which was like at the end of the night. And it was, it was like those like cinnamon sugar, warm donuts. And they were Uh so delicious. So I really liked that one. 
I would go for tacos. I mean, I'm I'm Mexican. Oh. <laughs> Can't say no to tacos. <laughs> I love taco trucks. And also I've seen at my, one of my other best friend's weddings, she had a pizza truck, which I was. Oh, wow. Loved yeah. it. It was amazing. Um, and then someone it's else. It's funny wrote, that you say that because I, I, one of my advices is don't mess with messy food. <laughs> yeah, I know that is a messy food. That really is. I guess you got to be careful on that one. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. <cheese> everywhere. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so someone else said donut table and candy table, which I think is fun. Oh, yes. I love those. They're very trendy. During the time that I was planning, um, it wasn't a trend. Mm-hmm. But as you know, things evolve. Right now, it's like one of the must haves type of thing. Yeah. So I, I love those. I, that's where I spend my time at the wedding. <laughs> right. I love that. Um, and then someone else said they bought Chick-fil-A nuggets after the reception, like the nighttime. Oh, party. okay. Like the after party. That's funny. Like late night, you're, you're, you're getting drunk, you're buzzed. Yeah. You're, you're, I need some let, me, let me snack on some Chick-fil-A. You know, what's funny. That's my so boyfriend funny. was telling him when I was telling him that I was going to come to this podcast and he's like, tell him to get in and out burgers. Apparently he went to a wedding and they didn't know the food and they just sw- swung by and bought in and out burgers. He's like, it made it good. And he wants in and out burger for us. It's like, oh no, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you got to have something, you got to have a plan for after the wedding, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, it's important. People are going to be hungry again. You know, you get to feed after all the dancing, you know, I feel like it's like, you got to have the food ready. So I loved that. Um, so this is actually my, uh, favorite thing that I saw at a wedding. So there was no sit down meal. It was kind of like a few high tops and they had this huge deck. It was kind of like in this big, big mansion. They had like Mm -hmm. a massive wraparound deck. Um, and then they had like heavy appetizers. So the people were walking around. Um, but I feel like you could like mingle more. Um, they had an open bar and like the big deck area. And it was just like fun because it's like, you could sit down if you wanted to, there was some tables, but it was like, you got to like talk to people more and just like, Uh you know, meet some people. And I really liked that because I feel like sometimes, during weddings it's like you're sitting at the table for so long if you know the food is running behind or something it kind of can be boring and if you don't know the people that you're at the table with um you know you can mingle and stuff like that but sometimes it can be blah and I feel like you are sitting at that table for like a decent amount of time and if you don't know anyone it's kind of just like you know you're kind of just hanging out so I loved like having heavy appetizers, having people be able to mingle. And then like, what if you have a friend that's like way over, you know, at another table, um, you can't really sit with them. So it's like, I really, I thought that that was really, really cool. And I've only seen one wedding like that. Have you ever like seen anything like that? No. So I've seen where the beginning and and planned where the beginning there's an hour mingle of where there's an open bar and then appetizers before we direct you over to the actual wedding uh, venue so I we've done that I've done uh uh, actual appetizers just uh small appetizers and desserts so I've done that so there was one wedding that they had the whole one hour with a bar and then uh small appetizers 
and then go over to the venue, right? Then there was one that with the whole wedding, it was just dessert and high top boys tables, but just wow. dessert, just two hours done with, and they were out. Wow. I've never heard so, of that. Did they just yeah, like so, love desserts? Like the couple? Yeah, they, they, they love desserts and it was just more, you know what? It's uh, the moment let's enjoy it two hours, not too much. And then at nighttime, they had an actual dinner with just the close family, oh, uh, it, which it was more or less immediate family. But for the whole crowd, they just had desserts and it, it worked out perfectly fine. They was this had like a, a nighttime or like what time of the day it was. It? So it was a noon wedding. Oh, okay. So it was like early. Okay. Right. And, and at nighttime and then in, in the wedding, they even had a box where they accepted, a gift cards and monetary uh, gifts and they asked they in their invitation it said please uh, monetary donations not donations I'm sorry uh, monetary uh, gifts and or gift cards are welcomed because they wow. had been living together for a while so it just worked out and I, I mean it's, 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 it was awesome two hours and they spent maybe $2,500 that's kind of cool I kind of like that yeah. I mean I'm a I'm a huge dessert person like right I'm- <laughs> um, I have such a sweet tooth. So that's kind of cool. And I, I don't know about you, but I've been to a lot of weddings recently where instead of doing the cake, they do cupcakes, which I feel like is easy yes. because people can just grab them and go. I mm-hmm. love that idea. I even think like, even like cookies, like everyone loves a cookie. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't like cake. So it's like, you kind of right. get a like, I don't know. I, I think for my wedding, I'll do cupcakes and cookies, but we'll see. <laughs> That's just my I like idea. that idea though, the, yeah. the cupcakes. But you know, it's a secret yeah. that a lot of people don't know about weddings is usually What's they that? get the, the cute two tier cakes, the one that you present at the cake table and it's all nice and fancy. But the one that you actually eat is a half sheet that they cut in the back of the same flavor of the one that you present. <laughs> Interesting. My aunt- A lot of people, it's just cheaper that way. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Because you can get a tier cake that is like $500, or you get this one for $150 for the half sheet. Wow, interesting. Um, My aunt had one that was like, it looked like a cake, but it was all fake. And they just had like one piece for them to cut. And I was like, that's kind of cool too, because they didn't want like a huge thing. So they were like, let's just do like a small fake cake we're just gonna cut it and that's it and I was like hey do do whatever you feel you know I thought it's your day right um and then the last thing someone wrote in which I love this idea they did a destination wedding but instead of doing a rehearsal dinner they bought or they rented out a catamaran cruise for their guests fun fancy that's a cool (laughs) idea I kind of I love it is yeah so that was like skydiving too <laughs> right that would be so cool I've, so now, uh, when I actually was a director of operations for skydiving at some point in my life my early years so cool. and we would do the men, men mainly the men would go out uh skydiving the day before the wedding oh my god what a thrill. proposals too a lot of proposals that? a lot of proposals Oh yeah. That's cool. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now. Okay. So now I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite unique thing you've ever seen at a wedding? My favorite unique thing was uh, the cowboy wedding. So all of the brides and um, groomsmen all had cowboy uh, boots 
Okay. And uh, cowboy hats, even though because they were from Texas, okay. even though the, their cute dresses were strapless, it was with the with the cowboy hats. So that to me is like super unique because I mean, even me from you know coming from a Mexican family and everything, I haven't seen that in my own culture. Yeah. So it was super cute. Wow, that's very unique. I know. I love. I love when a, a wedding has something different and just like not like the traditional like same shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. I love also the, where they play the game where like the bride and groom have their backs to each other and they have the shoes and they like pick up, they ask each other questions and they, you know, they pick up the the bride's shoe or the groom's shoe. I like Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, I think that's cute. I don't really, I've seen a lot of weddings where they don't do like the bouquet throwing and Mm -hmm. the the course, or what is that thing called? The The, um, garter. (laughs) Yeah, that thing. So I've seen a lot of weddings. They they haven't really been doing that. I feel like it's like the traditional stuff. I feel like is kind Changes. of like it's really changing. And I like it yeah. because if you don't want to do something, like do don't whatever do it. the heck you want. If you want to have a Correct. dog be the group the ring bearer, have your dog be the the ring bearer. You know. Yes, and I think that that's the the thing that we the stigma we fall into just overall where people feel like oh I have to do it because this is my like in in our traditional weddings and in my culture is they have to take the men dancing and the women dancing and then you pass underneath the the veil and then you come here and then you throw them in the air and all these things and I was just like I don't want to do that like to me no (laughs) yeah I mean it's your day it's fair like to choose whatever you want and I think Another thing of a, another bit of advice, if I could say, I would say, don't do things if like, you know, someone in your family or your friend or whatever, like wants you to do something in your wedding and you don't want to like don't say, no, it. that's your day. Right. Like don't have, don't be influenced by people because at the end of the day, it's your special day and you're going to remember it for the rest of your life. And it should be between you and the person you're getting married to. Correct. You know? Yes. Have the courage to plan your wedding how you want it. Yeah. Like I say, live your best life. <laughs> live your best life. I love it. <laughs> so funny. Okay. So it's game time. Are you ready? Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. So this game is called this or that. So it's just between two things and you get to choose whichever one you like better. Okay. So the first one is pizza or pasta pizza all day <laughs> pizza all day I love it coffee or tea coffee I am just a coffee person I'm on a coffee tour right now every day Saturday I run and I go to a different coffee shop <laughs> oh I love that that is a good idea that's a good idea um if you could only have vegetables or fruit for the rest of your life which one would it be fruit fruit I have a sweet tooth Yep. Same. (laughs) Um, Would you prefer a local bachelorette party or a destination bachelorette party? Destination. Destination. I'm from Vegas. I'm like been there, done that. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I want to go somewhere else. (laughs) Yes. I didn't celebrate my 21st birthday in Las Vegas. I did Miami. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. That's cool. I know. I still need to, I need to get to Vegas. One, one of these days I'll go. (laughs) Um, would you prefer a small wedding or a big wedding? Um, small, 
it's small. just more more intimate uh yeah. more manageable you can do more and the memories are just last longer versus like trying to invite I mean think about it, in my my culture we're talking about a a, a large wedding is 300 people a small mm-hmm. wedding is half of that so it's still that 150 <laughs> true yeah that's a lot of people that's a lot <laughs> I know. What is like the biggest wedding you've seen? Like people wise? Uh, about 500, 600. Oh my God. I'm like, what did you guys do? Invite like everyone in your entire live stream? <laughs> I don't know. Holy <laughs> cow. That's crazy. That must've been a fortune. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Next question is outside venue or inside venue? Outside. I'm an outdoor person. Yes, yeah. me too. There's definitely... so much more you can do and just nap and like nature, it just makes a big difference. Yes, yep, for sure. Um, big meal or food trucks, if you had to choose one. Big meal. I'm a big sit-down meal. person. I yeah. love, don't get me wrong, on Friday nights I'll be down at the food truck stand and buying food trucks, but it's just a place in time, maybe because of my wow. in, uh, industry and, and experience. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. Um, wedding cake or cupcakes? Cupcakes. Cupcakes. Yes. Yes. It's just, they're not messy. They're just easy. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I'm totally with you. All right. Next question is a big wedding party or small wedding party? Small. Small. Not everybody needs to be in it. It's easier to, it's easier to manage schedules, everything. uh, When you're trying to you know, have 20 people. It's just, wow. It's too much. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I've I've seen a wedding party. It was like, I think 12 on each side. And I was like, Oh my God, that's too many. I've seen them. I was like five and five. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think I would probably have eight and that's even pushing it, but I'm like, right. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to think about that one for myself. That's a tough one. That's a Because it's like, then you kind of get to the point where you're like, oh, do I have to really tell this person that they're not going to be in my wedding anymore? Right. Exactly. That's a tough one. Choose wisely. (laughs) Right, right. Okay, so this one might be a tough one. Would you rather splurge on the wedding or splurge on the honeymoon? The honeymoon. The honeymoon. (laughs) I know, that's a tough one. I just feel it's like it's the initiation of you and and your husband by then, you know. Right. So it's just that's like from this chapter on, we're together. Like yeah. make it memorable. Uh, the wedding, everybody goes back to their lives. True, that is so true. Now, do you yeah. think, or would you prefer to like go to the honeymoon like right at like I don't know, say the next day or you know two days later, or would you prefer to like go? months weeks later to the honeymoon I would say maybe like a day or two after I would definitely like to spend some time with immediate family right after uh, yeah. uh, you know because in the hotel or venue or whatnot however it's planned so it, it just you want to talk about what happened and how great it yeah. was who you saw all the good stuff and then just head on to your trip after That's true. I like that too. Cause I feel like after the wedding, it must be such like a, you're coming down from that high and just like, it must be such like a crazy, I mean, I can't even imagine, but I feel like 
and you kind of get to wind down for a second and then like really get to enjoy the honeymoon. I think that's how I would do it too. I, I know some of my friends have done like a couple weeks after months after, and, and that works for them too. They kind mm-hmm. of get back into the, the reality then like right after the wedding. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know how you do that. But <laughs> I mean, people do it all the time. I think I would just, I think I would just need some time to like decompress, you know? Right. Before you head on to a trip. Right. Exactly. All right. And then the last question is dream wedding, no honeymoon or dream honeymoon. No, uh, no wedding, small one. Hmm. That's a good one. I know. Uh, I would say dream wedding, dream wedding. As much as, as much as I would love to splurge more on the, on the honeymoon, but it's also the the memories because I always think family. So yeah. what am I going to be able to show my children on the day of the wedding? Like this was mom and dad yeah. on wedding day. This where it all began versus, right. you know, on this trip that they were already married type of thing. That's uh, so true. That's a spiritual, like from a spiritual aspect, the wedding part is just, it's so important when I come to raising my children. Yeah, no, I think it's such an important day. And I feel like it's something that obviously you're going to talk about, think about for the rest of your entire life and that special moment with everyone you're close with, as well as your partner. So I I totally agree. I would choose that too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this was so much fun, Gabby. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yes, it was. No, thank you so much for having me. I I love sharing with you and any tips that I could have given, you you know, it's my pleasure to be able to help. Yeah, thank you. You you honestly gave such great advice. I'm sure so many people are going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, like this is so (laughs) helpful. So thank you so much for all your input. Absolutely. No, thank you. And I I look forward to hearing it in the future or seeing it. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and took something away from it, whether you are going to be in a wedding soon or maybe you're getting married soon. And this was a good little reminder of things to do and maybe some ideas for you. So I hope you enjoyed it. Please connect with me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, on your podcast platform at My Naked Mindset. And if you ever want to collaborate and be on the podcast, please email me at mynakedmindsetpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.